You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Voluntary Vixens, where Jesse and Maddie give a female voice to news and pop culture with a libertarian twist. Join us to stay informed and challenged while keeping it sane, peaceful, and most importantly, voluntary. I really kind of miss our original theme song. (laughs) You know, it really used to be fun and funky and kind of kept me a little bit in a better mood. But then, um, you know, then it started popping up in like vacuum and sunglasses commercials. And Jesse had already pointed out that we should probably change it. And then, you know, that really sold me. And, um, you know, being inspired by Diana Death and actually meeting her, you Mm -hmm. know, really kind of pushed us in that direction. So... But um, here we are. Um, this is Maddie. <laughs> you don't normally see us. Joined as <laughs> usual by my co-host Jesse. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah. So it's a Monday night. This is different for us too. Um, we're normally recording on a Tuesday night, but we particularly wanted to snag our friends from the MLGA network uh, and. Do, uh, double co-hosts of the Mad Ones podcast and uh, celebrate our 100th episode with good company. So let's see. I think I'm the host, but I don't know how to let them in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's for. There's our guy. And there's our girl. Yay. Our, um, there's our, our fat Thor and our soup can archist. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Both very mighty and wise in their own ways. Mm-hmm. I have a miracle berry in my mouth right now. <laughs> Is that an actual thing? Like, did it grow in the ground as a miracle berry or? Mm-hmm. They're not created mm-hmm. in a laboratory. Yeah, it's a real berry. It's not a, not a Bill Gates berry. Yeah, it's a real berry. One second. Let me swallow this. It's a real berry, <laughs> and it binds to the proteins on your tongue, and so it actually um, gets rid of like sour flavors, bitter flavors, and makes everything sweet. So oh. they do something called flavor tripping, which I did with my my family the other day. We were talking with the kids about um, like the different senses and taste mm-hmm. and touch and all of that, and I was like, let's turn that on its head. And so we got that, and it's got some lemons and. Boy, the lemons taste great when you mm. take this berry. Like you try it before wow. and you're like, oh, I can't put this in my mouth. And then you eat the whole lemon after you put the berry on your tongue. Hmm. So are there side effects? It just lasts for like 30, 30 minutes-ish and then it's gone. That's it. Huh. Kind of seems like a, a drug. Yeah. But not. I'm very intrigued. Where can I get these berries? Amazon. 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 Okay. You get like berries on Amazon? Is that like the Well, you can Amazon buy the berries. Like... I bought the they they make them into little capsules. And you the capsules just um what's the word? Disintegrate? Explode? Oh. On your tongue. <laughs> yep. Okay. And you just let it stay on there for a minute. I didn't let it stay long <laughs> enough, but still if they exploded that'd be way more. She wants it. I mean, she wants it to be a gusher. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I'm I, like I, my mental image and maybe the nostalgia has me thinking of a gusher, which weren't never very good, but we ate them oh, anyways. Excuse yeah. me, gushers love, are amazing. I, mean, I love gushers. Yeah. I love I love to eat them, but they really weren't that good. 
Mm. When's the last time you saw gushers? <laughs> do they make them anymore? Yes, I don't know. They do. But you know what I? You know what? It was another blast from the past. I just saw recently. There was like a whole display Dunkaroos? tub. Yes, of Dunkaroos at Safeway. And I'll <laughs> get out of town. Yeah, Not Dunkaroos kidding. Are back, baby. Like the individual ones. Like you didn't even have to buy a whole box. Like I could have bought one single pack and gone to town. And I'd be lying oh. to you if I told you I didn't do that when I saw them. <laughs> so well, you can you. one of us had to you can buy gushers on amazon uh, expired gushers that's a good question uh, they don't look to be um there's no way to tell really and you can buy dunkaroos on amazon so you can oh, just have a yeah. whole ass 90s yeah. snack 90s back. wow this is a party in the making i think <laughs> this, this sounds like you know a reunion or just right. another, another live stream at some point. Um, <laughs> I will love the... you occasionally, occasionally I will go to the grocery store and I will buy pizza Lunchables and eat those just because of how great those were as a kid. Are they great now? Not really. No, no. <laughs> they weren't do I eat super great still? then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, like thinking about like what I used to eat as a kid, like, I had a bologna and cheese sandwich on potato bread for more years than I can tell you. Like, and me thinking about that now, fairly more health conscious and, you know, realizing car certain carbs don't really agree with uh, this physique here. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't be caught dead eating a bologna cheese sandwich that's been smashed into my lunchbox, but you actually want it to be smashed because for some reason it tastes better when it's smashed. So you know let I mean? me let me float this to you guys <laughs> since we're talking about old snacks mm -hmm. or or rather nostalgic snacks, not old snacks. Because old snacks is a different thing. That's that something you bad. find in the back of your car yeah. and you do it anyway, but you don't tell anybody you did it. Um, nostalgic snack. Um, does anybody remember the Royal Dance cookie tin? It was yes. what your grandmother probably sewing. had sewing supplies yeah. in. Oh, okay. yes. Right. Yeah, like, so they were very holiday Gifty. I yeah, bought some, I like bought some the cookies. other day. Are they still <laughs> oh good? I like them. They're butter cookies. They're still good. Yeah. yeah, they're butter cookies. So, okay. Now, because we're having all of these like supply chain issues and mm -hmm. it's going to be difficult to like get Christmas gifts this year. Oh, I thought man. about mono gifting, getting everybody the same thing and just buying like 25 of one item and just handing that out to people. Um, and my thought is the Royal Dansk cookie tins bring those back yeah right right so um and, and make you... mono gifting a thing like i love mono gifting so one year i did um all i got everybody on my list a lottery ticket and a piece of chocolate so what i gave to them as a gift was a moment of infinite possibility mm. and a snack <laughs> you really can't beat that. Nobody won. I think somebody won like a, a free ticket and then one other person won like five bucks. But it's the moment of infinite possibility that was the gift. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty know, brilliant. it's a pretty good one. So, yeah, my suggestion to everyone, since we're having these supply chain issues and apparently holiday shopping is going to be a bear, is go mono gift. Get everybody the same thing. And um, don't buy the Royal Dance cookies because I'm buying those. Yes, you can't buy all them. of them. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in, in in the state of Georgia, just don't steal her idea. Right. She's right. going to need all of them. 
Well, you, yeah, and you guys probably don't know my friends, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> but I, I still love that, like, you randomly kind of knew Brad Binkley of the proper part. Oh, I love Brad Binkley. I know. Well, of course yeah. we love him, like, now, but, like, that yeah. you two just actually were, had crossed paths at some point yeah. in normal pre-podcasting life. We used to uh, party together at a comedy club. And he did a stand up and um, improv there. And I was just a hanger on. Um, (laughs) I just like to party with the comedy kids. So I I did a couple of uh, not improv shows. I did a couple of the improv classes. And I was like, hmm, this is just not for me. I'm a much more um, in the moment kind of comedian. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't do the yes and. But uh, Binkley is brilliant at yes and. And uh, him and Cam actually like bounce off of each other really well. So. That that pleases me a great deal to see. <laughs> I love Brad so much. I, I have decided that if He's we ever go up person. to Georgia for a visit, that you, me, and Brad need to go to Relapse. God, that would be so fun. Open. Do you understand what a bad neighborhood Relapse is? <laughs> yeah. Relapse is in a terrible neighborhood. Like We're likely to get shot while we're there, but it will be totally worth it. So, Yeah. <laughs> But we're Absolutely. in. We, we would be in Georgia, so we'd be we'd be allowed to shoot back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can so. totally shoot mm-hmm. back. Well, they'll give okay. us a medal if we hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so a hundred episodes. I've done this. How is yes. it? How does it feel to hit that zenith? It's um, it's been a fun ride, right, Jesse? I figured yeah. actually what might be a nice um sort of thing is like a, a walk down memory lane. And so Cam, since we have you here and since Cam, you're the reason that we have a podcast, not just because mm-hmm. that you actually know how to push all the buttons and which buttons to push. But, um, you know, we've told this story before, either on our own podcast or on somebody else's, but you are the reason that Jesse and I do this. And yeah. I was wondering if you want to tell people like, and maybe even like remind us and, t- you know, just take <laughs> us down that, that little uh, that little memory lane path. What what yeah, have you that, done, Cam? So, I write. <laughs> so when when exactly. I rest, when I restarted Make Liberty Great Again and we were gonna do the network <clears throat> thing, it was actually um why am I blanking David's idea to do a network. Yeah. And I think he meant something a little bit different than what I took it as and went with. Yeah. Um but uh, I was restarting Make Liberty Great Again and I was gonna do it with Phil. And I was looking at different shows to do, and I wanted, like, at one point I was like, I want to make a news show, but I don't necessarily want mine to be a news show. I wanted it to be, like, late night, which was the dumbest thing. Stupid idea. It lasted far too long in that format. Shouldn't have done it. But in addition to that, I wanted to do a news show. And so I was looking for a male-female pairing, and I had asked Jesse if she wanted if she'd want to do a news show. And so there was someone else, I can't remember who, that I was talking about doing that with her. And then he fell off the face of the planet. And around the mm-hmm. same time, I in improv, since Jessica brought it up, uh, in Los Angeles, they have different improv games. And one of them was in, um, it wasn't Second City, um, the one that uh, Amy, um, the girl from Parks and Rec was a part of. I don't know if you oh, remember that name. Oh. Uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. 
Yes, they would okay. do would not have pulled that out of my ass. So <laughs> they would do these shows where like one of the teams would get drunk off their asses and then the other team would get high and they would switch up what it was. And so one team may have dropped acid. One may have done something else. And I thought it would be really funny if we did a, sh a, a sort of news show with our friend Zeke and with um, Maddie and we were going to call it, they came up with this name, but it was, I forget what my musings were, but it was called Lit. And I uh -huh. think it stood for Let's Investigate This. And they were just going to do. Which is so nerdy a, also, like at the same time, <laughs> so nerdy, but which fits like, cause we're huge nerds. So. But the idea was just like high news, just like them smoking weed and, and seeing what the heck came out of that. Talking because, about the news. I mean, it's almost like you have to like drug yourself in a way to withstand these headlines and that was that was <laughs> yes. pre that was back in you know trump era like early days of that <laughs> yeah we didn't well, know that, how good we had it no we didn't <laughs> no. know it. give us mean tweets i just thought it'd be funny <laughs> and then uh maddie was like i can't really do that and keep my job <laughs> yeah. so i want to do a show but that won't work. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Jesse wants to do a show. And that fell out. And I was like, what if we filled a niche in the libertarian podcasting market, which was female? Mm -hmm. Because I still these feel are like we're filling that niche pretty well. And like I, singularly. I, I, yeah. Niche. I don't I, I don't know of any others, but I don't I don't I no longer listen to any podcasts. So it's hard for me to <laughs> hard for me to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like, well, they both want to do it. They both want to talk about these things. They're both very smart. Let's see what happens. And I remember we, we went into a group chat and I, I wish I still had like the list of all the bad names that we came up with before, oh, yeah. I, before I was like, what about voluntary vixens? And y'all love like, alliterations. Let's, I, and you can tell it's something <laughs> I did because I love alliteration. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as you ever like like when even to this day like when we're trying to figure out our titles like i'll try and toss one out or like i'll have cam toss one out and i'm like well you sold me on the alliteration like that's it i'm here for so, alliteration i am avoid alliteration always is what they say no, don't <laughs> embrace it they're wrong um, yeah alliteration is lit <laughs> God. Oh Lord. Yeah. That's good. So that's good. That's good. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like um, so at, I mean at that point it was just us well, there were a lot of troubles at the beginning because Jesse had like a no oh, yeah. computer. Jesse had no computer. Yeah. Terrible computer. Yeah. And then I, I like there was a time period when Ryan and I were sending out microphones, and I don't know if we sent y'all microphones or if y'all bought microphones. I got one, and then yeah, we bought. But I, I had one. I had like terrible sound for a while until Ow. I don't know we, we figured out that I just needed to like not have my laptop charging or something at the same time. <laughs> like again, tech savvy. That's not me. Whoops. <laughs> uh, and there, and so I, I remember us. Someone sent jesse a computer and i don't think that one worked and i mean there was just all sorts yes. of hurdles to overcome <laughs> some, some just to get things working did try to donate a, a computer an old computer to jesse i can't remember who exactly that i was, think it may but... have been krista krista yeah oh and then it like i couldn't it just did not work mm. 
But then after that, it was just like uh, different conversations about um, just be you. Mm -hmm. Just keep keep doing the you thing. You don't have to have a a guest every week. People actually will like you. So don't stress about that. But I mean, other than that, it was just us throwing out ideas. And then every now and then me going, just please take off the bracelet. For the love of God, (laughs) take off the jangly bracelet. Maddie, are you wearing your bracelets again? Damn it. (laughs) And then I, you know, got really lazy and stopped wearing jewelry, like, period. So you're welcome, Cam. (laughs) But I can't believe it's been 100 episodes. 100 was a big enough thing for me, even because I even had some shows, like a show before this. Same name, Mm -hmm. but different show. Um, And, you know, but it was like, I I was looking, there was one point in time where I had, I had hit a lull and I uh, had a lot of stuff going on in life and y'all almost caught up to me in my episode mm-hmm. number and then I busted out like 10 within a short period of time just because yeah. I couldn't let you beat me to 100. <laughs> I didn't realize that like Jesse and I sprinted through this past year I feel yeah. like. like we did actually have like an episode a week a guest a week and that was mm-hmm. you know after what a year and a half of mostly just us like, yeah even last year in 2020 was mostly just us and on occasion, we'd get a guest and, you know, or, and it would be like a, an Instagram friend of ours um, who yeah. are still awesome. So, you know, shout mm-hmm. out, y'all. Um, but, you know, this year, I don't know. It was just like <laughs> there was so, like we had a fire under our asses or something. We're like, <laughs> we need to talk to all these people. And because we we're like, we're sick of being like probably alone in our own respective, like individual worlds. I mean, you know, she, she, we have each other. We have you guys. We have like other friends of ours that we found on the Internet, our, as I call the our island of misfit toys. But it's like Aww, I like that. I, yes. It's so fitting. Um, <clears throat> but it's like, you know, we were day to day in our normal jobs, just like surrounded by like idiocy. And so we had to kind of like outsource sanity, really, and like bring in people. And we're like, we need to talk to other sane people because the day-to-day shit we're hearing is driving us absolutely bonkers. So it was, um, we had a really aggressive 2021 until it was like time to take some vacation and (laughs) try to not burn out on even this because we were burning out on, you know, real life. Oh, yeah. Work anyway. So yeah, you know, uh, Jessica and I are gearing up for uh, essentially double the amount of shows in uh, this next month, next in November. Oh wow! So that we're and we're going to pre-record all of December. Oh and good. So okay. December is going to just be a month of we'll go on once a week and premiere it and talk in the chat. Mm-hmm. And, okay. You know. Yeah. So I'm well, going to need the month off. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but you were the second podcast I was ever on. The first one was uh, Jay Edgar. Uh, he does a show called Contemporary. That was the first podcast. But you guys were literally the second one. And I had pretty I much just <laughs> just walked away from like leftism and yeah. SJW hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really cool that it was like, hey, there's chicks over here. Yeah. Because the impression that you're, in get, that you're given sort of on mm-hmm. the, the leftist side of the SJW side is like, all the women who are over on the right are like, they're just to shoot the other women in the back and all that kind of stuff. And, and like, they can't think for themselves and they're they only like this for because themselves. their husbands are. Right, yeah. right. And real, so real, was, real, like, you know, feminist, um, like the embodiment <laughs> of feminist ideas, like 
there's so much projection it's right and it was all the things that they think about women like not really yeah goes on pick a topic and so that was really refreshing for me. And I was like, there's some like genuinely smart chicks over on this other, uh, on the greener side over here. So I really appreciated that. And it kind of made me feel comfortable to like spread my wings a little bit in this world and, and, you know, put myself out there a little bit more because you guys were doing that. And I was like, oh, okay, Aww. I'm not simply <laughs> playing up to the whole, you know, there's that trope of the, the, the fed girl taxation is theft girl. Yeah. Uh, libertarian Twitter girl kind of or, thing. Yeah. You mean libertarian? Yeah. <laughs> Libertities, Libertarians, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I'm distinctly did not want to be like that. I and, know. you know, yeah. so it was really, you guys were like a really um, awesome bridge for me to come into this world and be like, hey, there's other girls here. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was a big, scary, awful social justice warrior. But I'm not now. Now I'm just big, scary, and awful about other things. <laughs> but, like, are you awful? Mainly. I don't know. I can be pretty awful, awful, I think. Mm-hmm. If you're on my wrong side, maybe. I don't know. People Hello. think I'm nice, and I don't think of myself as nice at all. I'm constantly like, God, why am I so mean? <laughs> um, the word churlish came up yesterday in conversation yeah and I was like that describes me perfectly and uh, my husband did not agree but I was like no I am I'm it it means like um churlish I'm pretty sure I think it means um uh, unpleasantly angry marked by a lack of civility or graciousness surly the reason I am I not surly Uh, I don't know. I don't think you could. I I don't think you could be four foot eleven and all that. And be surly. I'm pretty. It's like outside the rules. Like, (laughs) as a person as short as you are, you have to be like pleasant and hobbit-like. And so I think like that's how I enjoy you. My dad said that um, short women are meaner because we're closer to hell. So, <laughs> just a little bit Mr. of like that Napoleon complex. You just yeah you have to make up for your Thanks, height Donna. with attitude. I will fight. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight your own father. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, Wait, he my dad has health. My dad. Yeah, he's today. pretty short. He's pretty oh, short. Well. He's like five nine, and he was a drill instructor for the military. So. Um, if there's anybody who actually scares me, it's my dad. <laughs> well, that's kind of also so, interesting that um, like yeah. that's your father, and he, well, I guess like the whole teen rebelling from a probably conservative leaning family or um, upbringing to be yeah. like super left. Yeah, is that was that it? It was, and interestingly Pardon. enough, he he is now a dyed in the blue wool liberal. Oh he has a ponytail and drives a motorcycle around and he's all Mr. Leftist guy now. And I'm like, who, who are Why? you? You guys, you guys swap. It's like Freaky we Friday. Swapped. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow. I what know, amazes know. me are people who choose to be liberals now. Like, mm-hmm. In the recent and, times, and like, what, what about the left side looks it's like, appealing I, at all? I totally understand people who have never, ever, ever changed. <laughs> But I cannot imagine anybody converting that way at this point in time. I mean, I don't know how you can be on the right and look at the left Um, and be like, yeah. He doesn't listen to my... He doesn't listen to my podcast career, so we can talk shit about... (laughs) 
No, yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, you know, he just hit that wild rebellious. I'm 60 now and I oh, okay. want to be so, young and I'm hip yeah. and uh-huh. that kind of thing. Got so, it. yeah. He really wanted to identify with the younger crowd. Yeah. And well, that would explain the ponytail. All the rules and doing what the yeah. government tells him to do. Raging <laughs> so rebellious. Machine. Raging for the machine. Like, yeah. I can't imagine. Like, like the, just get the vax, guys. Yeah, right. that's what it right there. And yeah. I'm not gonna do that. And I'm not gonna do it just because now. It, I don't even care. Well, that's where they've driven a lot of people too. I mean, like I still have my other reasons, but it's also like absolutely not because of this yeah. way that you're forcing it on people like a freak. Like well, I'm going crazy. I'm going through fertility uh, stuff right now. I'm sorry. You're going to hear this stuff. He's already heard it from me, though. I'm going through fertility stuff right now. And one of the symptoms of the vaccine is that it messes with your cycles. And the one thing I have going for me on all of this is a regular cycle. The hell I'm going to throw a wrench into Uh that. No way. Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. Absolutely not. Because, I mean, like, at, at best, what it might do is throw off your cycle. At best. At best. Right. 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 Like, they don't know the not. effects. Ten years no. from now, they're going to find and out that case, it like, kills all your eggs. And, and I'm not doing that. you guys listening didn't know, they did not do the reproductive toxicological studies on these injections. And they're forcing pregnant women to get them in mass. I hope everybody's, you know, comfortable with that. Or disgusted. Well, you know, the people who right forward answer. this stuff do have, like, also issues where they want the population reduced. So the same people who are putting the vaccine out and pushing it want the population reduced. And I think that bears paying attention to. Just I me. mean, let's just dim the yes. sun. Yeah. Here, we are <laughs> heading into, here we are heading into our winter months. And I, once in a while, will remember those words from Bill Gates that, you know, he just casually threw it out there. That it's like, yeah, let's just dim the sun. Let's just make there be less light. I'm oh, sure. Tell that to yeah. Alaska, like, or you know, like any of the that northern region of the world that has 24 hours of darkness. If they have less sun than they already do, like, what, how do you? How are you that just like arrogant that you think you can control the world in a way that's better than what has just happened? Yeah. You know, yeah, and been for billions of years how about you stop it how about you don't do that and also these people that hate humanity and think that we're overpopulated would just do us all a favor and start with themselves yeah i mean save the world go start with yourself you know i would appreciate them leaving the planet or having babies of your own leaving this dimension like go elsewhere this is not your place like we this is not for you yeah, just make yourself a cocktail out of antifreeze and just let us all live our lives. <laughs> I had a cat totally die that way because it's Aww. sweet. Antifreeze, yeah. Yep. It, it, Actually, yeah, isn't that like a danger? Imagine for what it tastes like, like if you take one of those magic berries and then you. Oh my God. <laughs> magic, fa- magic not- berries and antifreeze. Sounds like a friend. We're not <laughs> instructing you how to kill anyone with the use of magic berries, which are available on Amazon and antifreeze. We're not doing that, YouTube. We're not doing that. that. Nope. But YouTube, Susan, back off. It does smell like maple syrup, 
Um, I don't know if you've ever smelled um, the leak. If you have an antifreeze leak, it smells a little bit like mm-hmm. maple syrup. And so if it's leaking, animals from around the neighborhood, especially cats, will come and lap it up. And then, oh my yeah, my cat totally died when I was a yeah. teenager from that. So That's trauma. Okay. I had a cat that committed suicide by running in the road, like when she knew she shouldn't. She used to go on walks with my dad, <laughs> mom, and dogs. Like, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Voluntary Vixens. Welcome to the Voluntary Vixens. It's our 100th episode. <laughs> and we're these talking are about cat suicide. Cam, <laughs> how did your favorite life. pet die? Well, <laughs> Don't actually tell us. I know. I don't want to know. I already know. No, I already yeah, that know. That happened in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> you you talked about know. it, I think, didn't you? Like on one of our shows? I think I, I don't know, but I definitely talked about it in our last episode about uh, exorcism. I, just because of, I'm like, I don't trust Halloween. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we talked about it on one of our shows. I remember that. I guess to be um, sort of on somewhat of a track, you know, um, <laughs> let's keep it going. One, one of the other reasons that I wanted to have you guys on in particular for episode 100 is because and you guys can let me know like where you are with this and maybe you abandon ship with this, but like what you've both been aggressively working on for the past few months of this year were the hundred nights of horror and your mm-hmm. hundred, uh, hundred scary movie challenge. Um, I have to pull which, up my, my calendar. Once I mean, I... did, are, are you guys still going <laughs> or did you guys kind of run away because it's actually a very difficult feat? So I will say that up until this point, nobody of the maybe hundred or so members of that group that we had ever completed the challenge before. And it's mm-hmm. been going since 2017. Yeah. Um, I chalked that up to, first of all, it's hard to, if you're an adult, you have a life going on. So it's hard yeah. to schedule yourself to watch a movie every single day. Yeah. Um, secondly, like it, they're all horror movies, so it's kind of hard to watch people get like chopped up and murdered and thrown down wells and shit, mm-hmm. like and like hundreds of nights in a row, possessed yeah. and like, like all that. I stuff. can't handle that once. Like, I- and this year, um, I had quit smoking pot like two or three weeks right before the challenge started, uh-huh. or maybe it was just as. But either way, I was having effed up dreams oh like crazy effed up dreams and i thought you know what's not gonna be good for this <laughs> is throwing a bunch of horror movies on top of my crazy effed up dreams <laughs> yeah. so i straight up did not do the challenge this year if cam weren't running it it would not be happening wow well and i've more or less stopped posting at this point but I feel like i haven't Jessica, seen anything in a while so tell yeah. me what the last record was of number of movies watched that you know of it was you last year with 58. And then before that, yeah, before that, I had done 36. Still and then aggressive. so you beat that by over 20. Yeah, that's a lot of horror movies in a row. Ask, um, ask, ask me how many I've watched so far. How many have you watched so far this watched? year, Cam? 96. Oh, my God. You're going to do it. Are you going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it. And there will be extra by the time I hit. Because you're a masochist? Wow. Because I I can't so I have a feeling that this will this might be the last time I do it. Like I may Jessica and I may very well pass the reins on to someone else. I don't know. We've not talked about it, but that's kind of what I'm feeling. You're thinking you're thinking about Nick, right? Giving it over to Nick. either Nick or uh I I don't know. But all I know is that I 
I don't know if I want to do this again next year. And I've got a lot of, <laughs> we've been, we've been doing a lot of, um, deeper, more spiritual content, more Christian content, which I am okay. absolutely we're, thrilled with. <clears throat> and we're on the same page. It's not been difficult to stay in that realm, but it's like, it is a hindrance. And so, you know, I kind of mm. want to stay in this well that we're drinking out of right now. Um, and it'll just be easier once I'm done. And if I'm going to do it one last time, I'm going to murder it. Like okay. it's, I'm going to have at least nine more. That way, anyone trying to keep up with the last record has a hard, hard as heck time doing it. Yeah, yeah. Leave also, it's not spiritually profitable. Like Cam, I think, which is what Cam was kind of angling at, because yeah. there is a lot of um, themes in horror movies that are frankly demonic, mm-hmm. and carry your mind in a direction that they should not go. And, you know, we're fully grown adults. So we have discernment as to which of these things are like ridiculous and off the wall. But, you know, I remember movies when I was a teenager really affecting me, like emotionally affecting me. And they would sit with me for days. And that happens a lot more rarely now. But um, Mm -hmm. remember watching Exorcist for the first time? Did that movie not fuck you up? Sorry. Do you swear on this show? We do. Um, Okay. I've actually never finished the original Exorcist the whole way through, but I've um, I probably mentioned this on somebody's. Um, ooh, that's a. I'm not surprised. Um, ooh, yeah. That, by that comment, C.S. Lewis getting messed up just from writing the screw tape letters. I mean, it does take you to like a dark place. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're looking straight into the abyss right there. Yeah, yeah. Every, and, every actor that has played the Joker has yeah. said that the role has gotten inside their head and messed them up. Like um, Jack Nicholson said he was never the same again after that. And he had the most like cartoonish one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like Joaquin Phoenix, like he was always like a bit of a different person. Well, he was like raised in, in a cult. Yes. Well, those kids. Maybe it's easier to him. And one know. of the weird, and one of the worst cults too. You know, you know what? Do that. Was Go it the on. one where, like, they were basically, um, like, hooking for Jesus and things like yeah, that? Yeah, he was yeah. he was part of the Children of God, David Burns. Yeah, I was what? just about to ask if it was Children and of they, God. And it turned yeah. into, like, basically just abusing children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it mm-hmm. was it was, mm-hmm. it was amazing. Like, that story, like, I honestly, we should do an episode about it sometime because of how, like... Mm-hmm. surreal and weird it is like ricky i think his name's forgot his last name ricky something it's like gonzalez or gutierrez or some kind yeah. of g spanish his name sign yeah. that he adopted or whatever yeah mm-hmm. uh he he went on a, a, a brief uh killing spree at, at the end of that but yeah D- david berg was a weirdo and they used what they called flirty fishing to mm. get women to have sex with potential members to get them into the church mm-hmm. quote unquote church it's a fascinating story. And wait, so how was Joaquin Phoenix? Like he was in that cult. His parents yeah, were in, were in the, parents part were. of the cult. It was in um, California. So a lot of people who were like sort of in the Hollywood scene yeah. were in this cult as well. It was, I was yeah. wrong though. It was Rick, Ricky Rodriguez. I thought it was an alliteration, but I wasn't sure. Ah, but, yeah. alliteration. But, yeah, he was, that, that dude shot some people. Dear God, and he was. was un- I mean, he was so abused, though. It's so sad. He was just so terribly abused, and so, I mean, he just couldn't think straight. You can't. How did um, grow up? 
How did River Phoenix Rose Mc- die again? His brother? Drugs. Okay. He overdosed, I think. But yeah. um, Rose McGowan was also in Children of God. Yep. And yes. she talks about... Um, Didn't know yeah, that. She, she talks about... It was kind of weird. She gave this um, interview one time about it. And she said that none of the women shaved their legs or shaved, shaved their armpits. And that she had this, like, feeling that it was abnormal. Like, it wasn't, wasn't – because it wasn't what the rest of the women in society were doing. And now, yeah. I don't have a particular problem if a, a woman individually doesn't want to shave her legs or whatever. But, like, it did give this very young child a sense of something's different and weird about yeah, these about people. These and I just – right, right. Yeah. So, I thought that was an interesting way that that expressed itself mm-hmm. to her. It was, hey, yeah. nobody here shaves. <clears throat> That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids – interesting observation for a child but yeah man no that's weird yeah. well no so honestly like not that i want to ish will on him or anything obviously but like it's amazing that he's still standing like for yeah. having but maybe it is because like if he grew up in such a effed up situation that um you know playing the joker was just kind of tapping back into something that already existed yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, losing his his brother at a young age. Yeah. There's actually yeah. pictures of him that of him currently within the last year or so wearing this button up flannel shirt, and people actually went back and looked at pictures of River, and it's his brother's shirt that he still mm-hmm. wears to this day. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'd heard about that. That's rough. And I mean, we yes, they're still standing, and Joaquin Phoenix is one of the most talented actors on the I scene today. Like yeah. that scene in um, Signs when he's oh, in the closet wow. watching the TV and he sees the alien on the TV for the first time. You don't see the alien. You see he him react reaction. to the alien yeah. and yeah. it gives you everything. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. So also related to reasons I would have wanted. Did you guys have Signs on your... It's today's movie. <gasps> Wow! Get that out. is perfect. So that is, yeah, whoa. Easy there, Jessica. You're going to throw your entire system out of whack for signs. It's worth it. I that's love fine. signs. It's that movie's so good. Movies. It's so good. It's like, and I think I even mentioned this to you, Cam, when you guys were like thinking of stuff. And but like that is one of my favorite movies. And um, I keep saying, <laughs> and you, Cam, you and Jessica, you would have heard this before, but Jessica, you're not active in our group chat can't blame you um but like i would honestly prefer the aliens to signs to like the current tyrannical government we have right now um because i feel like i I, you know i watch the movie i know how to handle them i swing bats at them i have a bat in my house it's ready and i'll just throw water at them but i've got my my ball peen hammer just in case anything goes down did you say that i won't be able to I won't be able to see them because they kind of blend in and camouflage. There's a po- you got a point there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is the group chat on Twitter or is it on Discord? It's on Signal. Signal. I, Jesse and I got kicked <sighs> off of Discord for like nothing. Yeah, fifty episodes ago, like <laughs> like last so, year. About Signal, mm-hmm. I have the cheapest smartphone that they sell at Walmart. It's the cheapest one. Um, and it only lets me have like five or six apps at a time. Got it. Yeah. So I, ga- it. <laughs> I gave up um, Signal in favor of Audible. So it wasn't oh, anything was, against the know. group chat. Yeah. Feed your soul. Yeah. <laughs> Important. But yeah. There is yeah. a desktop app though. Just so you it know. It is. Okay. All right. If you ever enough. need to pop on. 
we're in there. Yeah. But, um, I pop do, on I, and pop off. I do um, <laughs> yes. mute it every now and then just because there's only so much COVID talk I can handle. Sorry. <laughs> I just, I, I hate, I, I, that's my question for you guys. You've had, you have talked about COVID to different people who are very close to it for like the last year and a half. How have you not wanted to die? I, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't well, say that I wanted to die, but I would say I had feelings that other people probably needed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, my will to live is uh, quite strong. So you know, yes. them them wanting me to die, whether they knew that they wanted me to die or not, <laughs> it just kind of made me a little bit more fierce and um, resilient, and that much more opposed to their agenda and all of their shitty ideas and really shitty science. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's like it's our way, probably. I won't speak for Jesse necessarily, but I guess it's my way of like feeling like I'm fighting back. And um, holy shit, that scared me so bad. <laughs> it's from sides. <laughs> just throw water on him. <laughs> we were just talking about horror movies, and like the door behind you just like randomly opened. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, but um. I would say, I mean, it kind of, like I was alluding to earlier, like we just needed people to be sane with because like Jesse's a nurse and I work also in the scientific and legal medical field. And the Kool-Aid was chugged immediately. And, you know, it's still being drunk, drinking. They're still having it. It's like, I don't know how it still has its power like it did and like it still does. And, you know, every time I think like, oh, my gosh, I might finally be able to have a reasonable person with somebody. All of a sudden I find out they get a booster. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I thought we were going to be able to, like, move on from this. Like, it's just so, so it's I don't personal know, is, for you guys. It is. It's part of our yeah. daily lives that we've got to encounter in some way. And so. You know, that is kind of like one of the reasons that um, our guests and everybody in one way or another, like it's either been like actually about the science or about the like legal aspects or um, we had Bob Murphy on to talk about like sort of the economic ramifications and kind of like the incentive structures that like. Oh, the, the neo-confederate. <laughs> yeah, the zombie neo-confederate. No. Um, yeah. And so like it just, we wanted people to because for example tom woods is a voice that kept me sane this whole year because he's like when he kind of woke up and realized like well a lot of folks i think like were immediately correct in being opposed to the lockdown regime like that's a given right and that was pretty obvious mm -hmm. but as people started also catching on to like stuff jesse and i knew that it was this like the science end of it quote unquote like all the scientific arguments that were being shoved down everybody's throats and like this whole new brand of like how to deal with the virus everything um like more and more people started kind of catching on to that like and so you know it was exciting honestly that seeing more and more voices kind of like realize certain things that we were already seeing and mm -hmm. so it was also somewhat of like an encouraging thing. Like not that, you know, not to toot Jesse's my horn, but like to encourage them that like you are on the right track and 
we wanted to just um, kind of be a voice of sanity for anybody else because we needed that ourselves. Would you say that there is any kind of tide turning in your professions that people are starting to realize things? They're waking up at all? Or is it just as bad as it was before? I honestly, like, in some ways think it's just as bad. Um, I work with industrial hygienists and they're all very, like, we didn't have it all year like a mask policy because we were all like mostly remote. And then we all kind of came back to the office and basically like, despite having to sign this like really aggressive letter um, that basically was like, you're going to kill grandma and your children now. Cause like all of a sudden, you know, they had started like the fear propaganda about kids. Um, yeah. Cause the kids couldn't get vaccinated. Right. So like all of a sudden right. it was just like the kids are going to die. And it's like, well, were you paying attention to the data at all last year? Like that's not what happened. It's not happening mm-hmm. now. And, um, and so like there was, well, they'll pull really- out the fattest little kid and be like this totally healthy little <laughs> porker died. Yeah. There's <laughs> one, there's one stave puffed marshmallow man child. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna find him. Or it's like this child that like also had leukemia, like died of COVID. Right, it was right. definitely COVID. It's like I mean, it's a tragedy, but it's not the real story at all. And so anyway, you know, like I work with scientists. I work with very, very smart and very educated people. And like they have all the fanciest degrees, all the degrees that you want when you see somebody on TV telling you what to do and what to think about. And so it's been very honestly frightening for me to have not seen any of them wake up. I will say one woman woke up or she was already awake. And so she already saw, and I think that's huge. Like, honestly, this has been a very hard thing to wake up from. The spell is thick and deep. And so you kind of already had to be ready in some way, like whether it was like spiritually ready, ready, or just like already so divorced from thinking that the government was there to help you in any way, you had to already be somewhat broken from the simulation of theirs, like somewhat disconnected from the matrix because otherwise like, you know, even very reasonable people and, or even like, you know how traditionally it seems to be like all the left leaning people really joined on board, even if it was, um, and, and like Trump wasn't doing enough, even though Trump like did do enough and that he, you know, enacted a national, state of security like state of emergency throughout the country so like yeah you know it wasn't enough that he like they wanted him to be hitler and but like they called him hitler all the time but like they really wanted him to be hitler instead he actually kind of like let some federalism happen so andrew cuomo could could be hitler like gretchen whitner whitmer she could be hitler but like they really wanted trump to be hitler too yeah but um so it's like all these people who could have been reasonable in other ways and maybe were in past eras of their lives are absolutely like totally fear ridden and Kool-Aid drunk. And, but I'm just like, I can't imagine people wanting to continue to live their life in a way that is so dissatisfying. Like that's not, I don't know. Other than like, it makes them feel important. Well, I think there's something to that, that, 
you know, people who maybe didn't have a reason to feel important before suddenly have this great martyr complex. Well, I sacrifice. I wear a mask yeah. and I got the well, vaccine. And I socially distance. Aren't I a good person? And, you know, of course, you have to also let everyone know you're a good person because oh, yeah. you're not a good enough person unless everybody knows you're a good person. Yeah. Um, and people kind of like um, the, the part that's really bothered me about that is they'll kind of mix in morality and religion and things like that where I've seen people talk about, I, I guess maybe she was the governor or the mayor of a city oh, in New York. Um, right. no, the, new, the new Cuomo. Yeah. Yeah. New, and she was saying, I need you to be my disciple or my apostles. Disgusting. In terms of getting the vaccine. And I thought, whoa, lady, you are whoa, lady. walking a fine line right now. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I think has been really great, especially – the last couple of months is how many people I've seen who are starting to realize that this is a spiritual battle more yeah. than it is a physical or political battle. Yep. Yeah. And so like it's that that's right where, you know, I've kind of been for a while, but I talked about the Liberty libertarian stuff a little bit more. And so it's like when, when I, when I started moving away from that and seeing how many people are also like, yeah, no, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with this. It makes me very, it gives me much more hope than anything else. Yeah. I I think like we have greater reason to have faith and hope in the divine, you know, than Mm -hmm. in other people. And like, I don't know, like, I think um, it definitely gives me hope um, in understanding that like, you know, we are facing something that is just there to destroy what is good. And I like, and it's like, it's not out of a movie. It's like those movies are created and based on this sort of real feeling and real effect that's going on and that it's having yep. on people like, you know, Mordor it's, isn't real in that it's like this location. It's like, it's a sentiment it's it's feeling and and i mean like you guys were saying with um all the scary movies and stuff you've been watching and um the people you've been talking to like i just caught your episode with um and so i really need to check out the exorcism episode but i caught your episode with um when ryan was on too our our Mm -hmm. buddy ryan and cody and um, i was all right interdimensional yeah well in some ways like it was kind of like a good introduction to like what are these spirits like and you know what kind of role do they play like who's who what's what and yeah that was a pretty good setup for i think like there are things that we do not understand and are not of this exact like physical realm and world and um yeah i mean they're not all on our side 100 percent yeah not not at all there yeah there 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 are a lot of bad actors that transcend the physical. And I think everyone knows this and has felt it, but a lot of people either don't want to feel it or, or believe it. Yep. And then there, there are people who do, and that's also why they run away because they know there's something. It's a matter of not admitting it. I think like some people, but I, I, it's, I, I have felt for past several months at least that we are on the precipice of something very big 
And there are a lot of different people doing a lot of different work in this kind of more spiritual area. But, yeah. you know, we're our doors and our audience is not the same as my mom's could be, even though she did come on my show. I don't know if y'all yeah. listen to that one. Yeah. And I haven't, but I know she was on. Um, like she, she Love has her. her audience. She brought baby pictures of Cam, by the way. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Wait, actually, Hi. like relevant. My poor parents are getting home from um, from visiting my sister in Dallas, and it sounds like like awful crap at um, the airport. Um, their bags are soaking wet. Awesome. That's so. Can you imagine like flying home and like landing at the airport and getting your bags and having your luggage be soaking wet. <laughs> they don't deserve that. But anyway. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Did you see this glittery thing on my finger? <gasps> Girl. Yeah! Congratulations. Oh my gosh. It's happening. How long have y'all been dating? <laughs> um, We've been dating for over two and a half years now. Okay. That's yep. awesome. That's, that's, perfect yeah yeah so yeah congratulations we, oh my the gosh big, the bigger surprise for people was that um because we literally just started like telling our um close friends and family this past week and it was like we're getting married in december <laughs> <laughs> this like, december yeah oh gotta get wow. to making them babies yeah, yeah get on top of it I turned 31 in or get, get him on top, you know, whichever way it works for you guys. I mean, it oh, depends geez. on if you want a, a girl or a boy. I think that's an old wives tale. <laughs> it, um, it is. I'm just right. Like that can't make sense. Um, um I will say anyway. that there is some power in um, earlier or later attempts based on ovulation date. Hmm. I will, t I will tell you that because it does seem that the last two children of mine which both happen to be female mm -hmm. i um it happened a couple days or, or a day or two before interesting egg dropped because those are faster and so by the time the the, the boy swimmers mm. get there it's uh they'll die before they get there and so i do think there Tragic. is it, it does seem to have happened at least twice anecdotally huh science interesting yeah girl swimmers are faster isn't that, isn't I didn't that know that. I'm not fast. The acidity of the environment too. So, like, based on your diet, like, uh, the female, the firm, the sperms that make females will be faster, but they don't survive as well in acidic environments. And the male sperms are slower, but they survive longer. And so, like, it's like your diet, race, right? right. <laughs> so, um. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that's true or not. So like, don't take me as an expert. And obviously, like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not pregnant. So I'm not an expert in where sperm should land. So <laughs> no, I always have to ask egg. my wife where it, where I, she thinks it should land. Uh, <laughs> that's the polite thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> mm. To married life. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Politeness. Yes. <laughs> and manners. Politeness. And then, well, married life is also different because, um, like, when you're dating, you do certain things. But I swear to God, you get more um, adventurous once you're actually married. 
once you have that like real bond, it's like, okay, so here's the deal. I like blank or I want to try blank and it's, it's just more open at that point for some reason. I mean, Typically. Just, I don't know. Um, I was, um, and you guys, since you're all married at this point, um, I was like, I don't know if it's the diamond speaking or I just feel like kind of more badass and fortified and strong and ready to say like, fuck them all. Like who cares? Like I'm getting what I kind of want, you know, I'm getting the ability to um, start a life with uh, the, the man I want to, I'm starting a family and fuck y'all like fuck all the haters. Right. Well, we, um, I don't know what your, like, your spiritual background is or anything like that, but um, I happen to believe that marriage is like a covenant. It's like a, a mystery oh, yeah. that we were, we, we were given and that we're meant to be together in pairs and that we strengthen each other and we make each other better and we're supposed to lead each other like through life. And it's not just, you know, man leaves woman or woman leads man, whatever it is, your it's partnership. Better. And so, yeah, you are fortified in a very real physical and spiritual way. And um, I just want to say to you that I hope that you will love being married as much as I do, because I, I, I love it. And I just, I want that for everyone who gets married is for them to just love every minute of it. And you're not going to love every minute of it. You know, <laughs> some minutes are harder than others, but overall it really does make you a, a better person in my opinion, yeah, no, stronger, better person. Yeah. Yeah. And it's my um, marriage I, soapbox. No, I love it. Like I've been, um, I've been trying to like get my shit together for the past few years and I really do feel like this is how I continue to do so. And in a meaningful way, that's like, you know, <laughs> makes it worthwhile. And cause like, if you're just like putting in all the work for just yourself, I mean, okay, yep, great. Yeah. Right. Like, like that sustains you for so long and it's absolutely necessary, but like, you've got to apply that. And yes, without sort of like that partnership, like you mentioned, like, it's like, all right, well, what are we all doing here? What are we all doing this for? I heard a quote, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's that um, the future is better when old man, pl old men plant trees whose shade they will never sit in. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is an aspect of like um, being a foundation for the future society to build itself mm -hmm. on. And we do do that through marriage and family. We create the next generation. Yeah, and yeah. not everybody does the marriage part first, but we'll create a better generation if we do do yeah. the marriage part first. <laughs> that has been statistically <laughs> shown. So, Well, that and like having a spouse is like having a mirror that you have to talk to every day. Yeah. And then that is compounded when you have children because yes. they're a, a, a far more literal mirror. Like everything you don't like about what you do shows up in them. Ah, mm -hmm. interesting. And yeah. so it's, 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 it's amazing. And it's, it's, it's so frustrating. My, my children were playing video games the other day and, um, Rhett, who is four is kind of playing. doesn't really know how to, but he's like trying to shoot a guy with a gun and he, he goes, you bastard. And I was like, son, where did you hear this word? And it wasn't like that, that, uh, commercial was like, I, I learned it from you. It wasn't that. <laughs> But it was like, there was this thing like, who is saying bastard so much that this child has picked it up? And we haven't figured it out yet. So 
I don't know because that's not really one of my words. Um, there are other words that are far more like son of a bitch is going to come out far more than bastard. Yeah. But, well, if they're going to swear, you have to teach them to swear right. Like they, it's a skill, yeah. you know. They are words. Not yet. I'm not saying sit your six-year-old down and teach him how to say son of a bitch. But eventually, they've got to be taught the way. And there's a way to, to cuss so it's impactful. I like to think I'm pretty good at it. I wonder if I can show them by example. Mm. A bad <laughs> yeah, may, I don't know. Maybe just wait on that one a little bit longer. <laughs> there's a time. Six, yeah. There's a time and a place for that. It's not now. <laughs> but <'cause laughs> well, when you, once you teach the older one, it's going to trickle down to the other. Yes. So, so well, down, um, cousin. I grew up like one of the reasons that, and we might've even talked about this, but like when I was on your guys' show for 99 was like so, the way I was raised and brought up with my family. Like there's a ton of us cousins, aunt and uncles. Like, and I honestly like spent a ton of time being treated as another adult and being in the company of other adults and them not really like just sugarcoating things down for us because there were children around, you know, we were all just adults. We were all people. Yep. And um, so I learned a lot of cuss words very early on. And was a, a, lot, a similar a lot, family, <laughs> a lot of like creative cuss words and or um, vulgar uh, slang words. And so uh, here's the story I'm remembering now. And um my aunt would love to laugh about this and as I reminisce, but um, so she call she likes to call people douchebags. And I mean, like, you know, <laughs> some people are absolute douchebags. And, um, and so I didn't know what that was or meant, but it sounded great. Like it sounded like it cut people. If she's, if she talked about somebody and called them a douchebag, I was like, that's a good word. I'm going to use yeah. that. And so, so I called somebody a douchebag, but I should not have called a douchebag. And um, they're like, Maddie, do you know what that means? <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> and um, she goes, well, and it might have even been Madeline. Do you know what that means? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And it's this like, you know, they go on. I don't even remember because I feel like my brain started like being horrified as I learned. But like, you know, they <laughs> describe it as this device that cleaned out a vagina. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I think one of my favorite things. Do you, do you guys ever watch Impractical Jokers? I don't. Okay. So first off, that is just joy in a television show. I feel like it's a little painful for me. There's something oh, a little bit cringe about it. Like, and I can't. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't take it. But there's this one episode and they have um, Murr. He's in like a pharmacy and he picks up a, a douche. And so mm. this, he, he's talking to this one kind of creepy older guy and they make him have that old guy, older guy explain to him what a douche is. And it's one of my favorite bits of television. I've ever watched was this old man just like very within very vulgar terms explaining to this grown man what a douchebag is. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Um Ugh. so I, I have a, a slightly similar learning to cuss story. Um in sixth grade, um someone called me a lesbian. And I didn't know what a lesbian was. And neither probably did the kid who called right. me it. But, yeah. <laughs> but 
I narked. I told the teacher that this kid had called me a lesbian. And this teacher probably most definitely was a lesbian. Like, thinking back to <laughs> So she was her, very offended for you. She was so offended. She oh, was man. livid. She stopped the class. She yelled at the kid. Oh, it was, I mean, man. for me, I was like... <laughs> but like I obviously obviously lesbian was like a really impactful word. This is so, lesbian was been- <laughs> Yeah. So I like put that in my pocket for later and Ooh. would whip it out in the opportunities that would present itself to me. And I had a similar moment where I called a dude a lesbian. Okay. And he was like, <laughs> You not know what that means? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I know it's offensive, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, yeah, that doesn't really work for guys. So that was the story <laughs> he, of me. He was out. like, what? we have a, a special word that we use. Right. <laughs> right. He did not teach me That's that YouTube word. Counselor. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I just always remember the look of, on that teacher's face when I said lesbian and I knew in that moment, I was like, Ooh, this is a good one. Cause one. she was livid. Ooh. And you know she had the uh, the short hair, yeah. and she was an she was an she was an art teacher. Mm. So I don't know if I were a gambling woman. School liberal arts. Yeah. Sarah <laughs> Lawrence or whatever that one is. That's super right. small. Oberlin. Maybe uh, you know, there's a lot. There's there's actually more than one, and I think that's you know. Anyway, <laughs> don't send your kids no, to college, especially Sarah Lawrence. Yeah. Because they're going to learn what lesbian means there. Well. (laughs) Hands on. (laughs) Hands on, yeah. (laughs) Uh, They'll already know virtually before that. (laughs) Kids got the smartphones now. They find out way early. It's funny because, like, you know, that was offensive then. And, I mean, now it's like kids are – and this is, you know – Anyway, like kids are taking to <laughs> gay pride parades now, and it's just like yeah, well, yeah, much different. It's like, a like we experienced when we now. were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. would have been thrilled now, or like she'd have been like, "Oh, honey, are you like?" Oh yeah, like maybe you get you're to a boy. Know. I don't know. I saw this teacher, yeah, a sixth a grade teacher, no less, who was on TikTok. And she was saying, my students came up to me and asked me if I was poly, tri, blah, 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 whatever made up fucking sexuality they're come up with now. I'm like, sixth grade children did not walk up to you and ask you if yeah. you were poly blend, polyester, was whatever the fuck I you are. You where she yes. was like, here, let me, let me, let me. And she showed her, um, she said, how about you take a look at my shoelaces and you tell yes. me. And yeah. I was like, this means nothing to me. Is shoelaces a thing? What colors are these? Is this trans? What does this mean? I mean like, it what world are we living in? But also, 11-year-old kids did not come up to you and ask you if you were poly. I don't remember what all the different things she said were, but poly, I was like, no, they specific. didn't. Ovarian love- cancer. <laughs> like- <laughs> I always love the uh, the tweets from people, and like especially like blue check marks. And they're like, my child, my three-year-old walked up to me today and said like, why is the world racist, mommy? And it's like, are you kidding me? And like, then everyone just... clapped. And then yeah. everyone clapped. Yeah. We're on, the, we're on a bus and we gave up our seats for people of color. Yeah. Rosa Parks was actually there and she we there. actually gave up our seats. Like, reincarnated. For her. 
Rosa Parks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I went might... to Rosa Parks Middle School. We are, oh. you want to know our mascot? Like it, which it's just like clown world, I think. Like, and this is maybe like how I kind of understood the world was like a bit nuts back then, even. Like our school is named after Rosa Parks. Mm. Great. Honorable lady. Our I'm mascot was for this. dolphins. Like the Rosa yeah. Parks dolphins? Like, <laughs> what? I don't know. At least, like, at least it wasn't boycotters would have made more what? sense. Like, I don't know. Or I, just none of it makes sense. It, you know, I was an all in the elementary school dragon, and that was like really badass. And I was Rosa Parks dolphin. Dolphins. Dolphin. In Maryland. You know, like, we're not like a Bayside or like a Seaside school. Yeah. Yeah. They, they sat around a conference table and they're like, all right, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, no, let's say like, dolphins. <laughs> I made a dolphin, dolphin pun the other day. Yeah. I am getting a t-shirt as we speak of Rosa Parks Middle School dolphins from um, right now. Yeah, do it. Like, did you yeah. just find one? Wait. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole web store. Oh my god. <laughs> of Rosa Parks Middle School Dolphins. They have they have Please everything. They have... I need to see that. Okay. Relive, relive a few moments <laughs> of my middle school. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put it in the private chat. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, people might want this. Because I want people to be like, what? <laughs> that's ex- that's, that's exactly the reaction accessible to everybody <laughs> right that is the reaction it's like are you nuts does yeah, that rosa say parks dolphins. rosa parks dolphins yeah I really... rosa parks what yeah i'm gonna wear it to christmas like a... they've got a mask in case you want to torture yourself um there's a huge um family christmas party that i have over you and i am totally wearing this rosa okay. parks dolphins t-shirt to it no no no, 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 no. you need the rosa parks dolphins crew neck sweatshirt it's on sale yes you save twelve dollars oh nice it's just like you see that one rosa parks dolphins <laughs> yes. huge letters like you yes. can't miss it it's so weird but why yeah. isn't there a dolphin on it yeah that they need to have mm-hmm. a dolphin well this one so this one looks a little bit more um old school and it has a dolphin but like none of that doesn't even look recognizable oh no me. they have like, a baseball tee i'm getting the baseball tee okay <laughs> um yeah you do you rosa parks middle school dolphins wow because not only not <laughs> only is it weird that it's rosa parks dolphins but it's like middle school i like <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> There's like, so um, many things. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait, wait. I'm, like, okay. Let me just sit here alone, and you guys, you know, talk about things. And I gotta try and figure out what my principal said at one point. And we were, oh, our goal is the sky, but we reach for the stars. And I guess oh. maybe in some way that makes sense. But like when she said it. It might have even been backwards. Like, well, it, it, there's right? that old saying that doesn't make any sense to me either, which was, um, sh- if you shoot for the moon, you'll always end up in you'll among the you stars. Miss, you'll end up among the stars. It's like uh-huh. if you miss the moon, it's probably not going to go that far, is it? You just swing back, swing back around. Like, there's only one star you're going to be next to, which is the sun. Stars are very far away. And big. <laughs> and, and huge. And they and if you get too close to a star, man, you're done. So yeah, good point. Way to bash yeah. that one. There's a gravity issue. Yeah, there's a lot of problems there. 
Oh, no, there's no, such, thing, there's no such thing as gravity. We we learned this, Jessica. Oh, <laughs> is this the flat earth thing? Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, <laughs> so... Flat earther and I missed it? Not exactly. So my husband's a physicist, right? Mm -hmm. And we were over at this friend of ours house drinking, and her and her mother were plowed, and they're flat earthers. And they oh. were trying, plowed, to tell my husband, who's a physicist the scientific reasons why the earth is flat and my favorite amongst them was well you see the mushroom cloud right because it goes up and it hits the dome and then it falls back down and that's why it's shaped like that that's like and my more, husband oh god oh god i feel like they could do better come on do it better. was the funnest night I was screaming with laughter watching my husband trying to field these two Southern drunk women trying to explain to him why the earth was flat. <laughs> he is quite pained about it still to this day. Um, but then later, he might have. Oh, God, if I ever find that diary, I'm going to have a whole podcast where I read it we out loud. Please invite <laughs> Jesse and I on. We're, we're um, <laughs> but Cam, um, you're gonna so sit that one out. We had um gosh, what do they call themselves? Um what do they call themselves, Cam? Our friends well, that we've had. False on. reality check. Buffalo false reality Ohio. check. Yeah. They had just interviewed an actual flat earth person, and they kind of relayed what some of the not drunk arguments for that were. And so we did about eight minutes on flat earth. And after that was over, like after the feed was done and everything, Cam were talk Cam and I were talking afterward and he goes, I think that's all we need on that. That eight minutes was about all we need to do to cover flat earth from here on out. And I was like, Yeah, I don't really well, feel we, like we need we to get need. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could really, do a whole two hours on flat earth. Oh, Cam, since we were just at um Tom Woods and we got to see those those fake birds, right? Um, my favorite, my favorite conspiracy theorist is that birds aren't real. Or fa yeah, favorite conspiracy theory is that birds aren't real. And this guy at the Tom Woods show, he's like, I don't know how they like let that in at the hotel and just like that was okay. But like, either one child and or two children just had like were there. That was a little bit weird. But like they had birds on them. Like actual live birds yeah. and or just uh, government budgies. spies. I thought they were little like canaries or something. Like no. little parakeets. Yeah, yeah, parakeets. That's what they were. I'm not a bird person. But yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> Whenever um, someone says that they're a cat person or a dog person, I'm always like a little disappointed that they're not half dog, half person. I mean, they are telling me straight up that they're not, but it's a disappointment. So you're not a bird person, and that's okay. I won't hold it against you. Bird not person bird. died. Disappointed though. And Rick had to try to save him. Is that a that's Rick right? And Rick and Morty thing, yeah. <laughs> Something I would not get. His best friend, his best friend is bird person, who's half bird, half person. No. Oh. Yeah. That is a thing, yeah. That's yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> So okay. when, when we hit 100 episodes, we had, oh, by the way, that episode with uh, False Reality Check was is maybe one of my favorites because in about a third of the way in, um, uh, Brad shows up. 
and he had surprised he he apparently bought it for the episode that he missed when he had uh, COVID, but he mm. bought a, a Loki um, crown and he mm. popped in. And so then it, it, both Jessica and the others were just like in another world as uh, Brad and I were talking about the time that he became a female horse and uh, gave birth to an eight legged horse and all this other stuff. <laughs> and they were just sit, sitting there. Norse mythology is wild. Okay. <laughs> I was like, so my uh, question a about it's been it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. But my question about an eight legged horse giving birth is from which vagina does the birth giving take place? Because the presence of eight legs decrees mm. in my mind the presence of more than one vagina. Does well, it the not? The, it was the baby that had eight legs. Oh, not okay. The mother. So what, right. so what happened was dash dreams. Lo- Loki took the giant, the giant's horse away, so he couldn't finish the wall. And then uh, they did it. And then Loki just didn't show up for a long time. Like he was, he didn't come back to the the other Aesir and talk to them at all. And then when he did come back, he had a little colt with him, with eight legs, who he then gave to Odin to ride. I believe the horse's name was Slepnir, but it was the fastest horse possible. Hmm. He gave him to Odin. So Odin, so Loki became a female horse, had sex with a male horse, gave birth to an eight-legged horse, and then gave that child to his blood brother Odin when he came back. All right. Um, Speaking of gods and weird shit, um, did either of you ever watch American Gods? I read the book. I watched a couple episodes. Was the book good? The book's really good. I don't know. I can't speak to the show, but the book is I fantastic. Watched, I watched the show, um, and that was weird. And left on a total cliffhanger at the end of season three, and you know, canceled the show. It was definitely weird. Oh, bummer. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna watch it then if there's not a continuation. Well, it's like I don't know how that adds up and follows the book, and you know where it might cut off or not cut off, or who knows. Right. Um, but. That was interesting, and the you know as we go back to the our topic of um, like the kind of spiritual war that's going on, it's like so you know at least how it was portrayed in the show, like what was going on and what like humans were experiencing was this battle between the old gods and the new gods, and um, you know the old gods included like Odin and. Um, Easter, um, you know, the yeah. god of like fertility and life and, you know, plentiful, plenty, right? And um, Demeter and like, I love, I love like mythology and um, especially like Greek and Roman mythology. That was like one of my favorite units in school. Um, but so like those folks versus media and um, there was another one and I don't know, you can tell me if it's in the book or not, but one was like Argus, I think. And it's mm-hmm. like this old god with a bunch of eyes from like Egyptian mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. they used him and plugged him into like the national security state. So like he was spying on everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yep. It was a bunch of like weird, interesting stuff. There was a, it was a little bit SJW-ish and like BLM-ish, um, not Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> um, but... So- it was still I fairly, have like, to... interesting. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm hammered. No, I was just dumb. I have some shit to say about the Bureau of Land Management, though. 
Yeah. Like we have, fuck we em. have this joke. We have this, like, fuck them, right? We have this joke about how, um, you know, oh, BLM is a terrorist organization. And when people say that they're conservatives and they mean Black Lives Matter. But if you're a libertarian and you say BLM is a terrorist organization, you mean the Bureau of Land Management. And that's and a great joke. That's a great joke. But they are fucking terrorists. And let me inform you as to why. The Bureau of Land Management takes all of the wild Mustangs out of the American countryside and it keeps them in holding facilities and euthanizes them because they steal the grazing land of the uh, uh, cattle okay. farmers. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. they take these wild Mustangs, yeah. these beautiful creatures who live wild in the plains and they take them and they put them in facilities and they euthanize them. And um, right now they have these um, holding facilities are like packed to the gills stuffed way past capacity with these horses. They can't kill them fast enough. These oh horses. My God. And I want to form an elite squad to go down to one of these places and break the lock off the door and set all of the horses free because the Bureau of land Man- management is goddamn terrorist organization and they um, need to be, they need to be anti-freezed. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I said they it. Put some antifreeze. Um, I said it. I'm not taking it back. So, without the government, who would just murder a bunch of wild horses? So it's and not even a joke. Yeah, no. The Bureau yeah. of Land Management is a terrorist organization. They're they massacring are. horses. Well, then, Beautiful you know, wild mustangs. Yeah, and then I love that that's kind of coming out right now. While like it's back in the news, but we're learning more about like these animal experimentation. Yep um studies and just sick stuff that like you know it's like you know uh, it's one thing to try to do something humane to another creature but i really don't even understand what that might be because and you know i'm not performing experiments on animals for a reason you know i didn't go that route in my science degree (laughs) purposefully um you know and i just do it as a hobby (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, let's just like let's just like see what happens. Like serial killer. Like, have you ever seen the, the, the Soviet? Killers. Have you ever seen the Soviet dog experiments? No, no, no. Like, oh, wait, are they? That would probably than, break my heart. Like, I don't. Well, there I are mean, videos. Like, I don't well, like it already. Like, how is it? How is it? It's probably much worse, actually. Maybe, but like you know, here we are learning about what. Fauci's agency is funding for those beagle studies and yep. like having those dogs and their like their heads stuck in those boxes and being drugged so that they like and their vocal cords snipped so that they can't bark and so then these they're stuck in there with these sand fleas that are eating them alive. Yeah. What like, that sounds what pretty could so, like, that's America. What's the American government study? funding that shit? Not the Soviets. Because they work for Satan and they are evil. They work for, they work for fucking Satan. Lucifer. Yes. It's to please the dark one who is their master. And like, you know what? But vengeance belongs to God, and God will handle every last one of those bastards. Jessica is drunk. <laughs> and he's got He's got more resources than me, so he's going to be, you know, sure creative does. about Thank it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know what so... the Soviet experiments were? Okay, I guess tell Hello. us since, since we're here. Cam really wants to let us know. Because <laughs> it's horrifying. Like, it's worse than what no. uh, than all the things you just said. So what, what they did is, and if you have a morbid sense of curiosity, you can find video of this. 
they would take a smaller dog and remove that dog's head. Oh, Lord. And then sew all of his veins and stitch him onto the other dog next to him, like next to his head. And so they were making these two-headed dogs that were stuck together. Boo! <laughs> so, I mean, Boo! if Fauci was doing that, I think we'd, I think everyone would finally give up on COVID. But unfortunately, it's just... No, they won't. <laughs> what is with Russians trying to say... I think that if he was say... doing that, there would be people still following everything he says, <laughs> like he's a god. Russians got a weird thing about sewing heads to things, because... You remember that what experiment that? from 2018 where there was a dude who had some kind of um, like he had full paralysis in his body and they were going to try and cut off his head and sew it to another body. And n- no, no, nothing ever came of that. So I'm guessing it didn't work because why would it? But they were legit going to do that. And the Russian government had greenlit it. Maybe you could find some information on that, Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> You're like, because because you don't want to. <laughs> Because I'm not looking up yeah, cutting off the head, sewing into another. To look that up, but it they Russians, Russians be trying to sew heads to other stuff a lot. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Let's just try to sew this head on today. <laughs> see, see, <laughs> we get works. funding. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, when you milk it from the people, you don't really have to make sure it goes anywhere good. Yeah, but that's like what science is, and then. It, it, just think about what science has done and then think about the people who criticize those of us who believe in, in something that have a religion and how they think we're the irrational ones. There is a right. Science is all we need to answer all our questions. Yeah. But then there's people like sewing heads on, you know, an extra head on dogs and running experiments on people, letting people be, tortured to death basically through their diseases then cutting them open to see what it did to them i'm talking about the tuskegee experiment i mean yeah but yeah. Yep. 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 there it is it's not just the russians either is it it's our no, it's it's whole ass you know i hate that picture you know i hate that picture i can't stop it Get him out of here. here. Speaking of demonic possession, that man had something in there. Seriously, put put it back up for a second. Look at his eyes, though. Look, they're like black wells. Like of nothingness. We were talking about this on the demonic possessions episode last this last Wednesday we did that episode, Cam. Yeah. The eyes. I have to sleep alone tonight, in the guys. eyes. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Get rid of him. Get, get, well, oh, he's God. gone. That oh, that dude that dude died. He died hard. Yeah, he did, but like whatever super possessed hard. him is definitely still out there and you know that. Oh yeah, no, so what possessed him jumped over to Stalin and then had a stroke and died in a pool of his own urine. Because people were too afraid to help him up after he fell over from his stroke. He was he scared people so bad that when he had his stroke, people were like, I'm not going in there. And so he died, laying in a pool of his own urine, which is appropriate. It's yeah, an appropriate I mean, way for him that to sounds, die. sounds, you know, more positive than he deserved, but... So likely, the demon did not transfer to anybody because he would have died before anybody got to him. Um, well, if you've seen that movie... Um... I enjoy, one of the things I did enjoy, like during quote unquote lockdown era, where you know losers that I worked with were choosing to lock themselves down, and I still you know had as much as so as a social life as I could. Saw my family, saw whatever 
few friends that would do stuff. But um, watching movies and TV and everything that was like in the past, like, and just kind of remembering that like, you know, normalcy could occur and, you know, the things that we just take for granted. But anyway, like this was an old, um, an old Denzel Washington movie. And what was it called? Oh my God. Denzel's the best. Um, I can't remember what it was called and I'll have to like, you know, what was the premise? What was the premise? So he was a cop and I guess, or like a detective cop. I don't know. But, um, and there was this guy like that he had put behind bars and was on death row and, you know, he had been on death row for, I guess, a while. And, you know, they, he was requested and called to see him or something at some point. And, um, like as this guy is dying or right before he's dying, he's, he's, uh, humming and whistling, um, sympathy for the devil, I think. Fallen. Yes, that's it. And, um, so it's like super well done and I think very creepy, but, um, basically he, Denzel hears whatever this thing is that, um, okay, dear God, I can't. So Denzel hears this like side of this guy that he kind of knew that like clearly was a criminal and like did bad things and, you know, was being put to death for a reason. Um, you know, thoughts on capital punishment by the state aside. Um, but like, he sort of like, hears this change in this person's like, character and he's humming and whistling you know like i said sympathy for the devil and um but like you see kind of like as a like the dramatic irony is that you kind of watch the the the, this entity something can like travel to other people and so how he kind of realizes that it's traveling to other people is that like different people will all of a sudden start humming and we're whistling this tune out of nowhere. Right. right. So total given. if you're a demon though, you feel like you wouldn't have such a easy tell because you wouldn't want to get discovered. It's part of like the creepiness factor and like the right, right. up on people factor. And I'm um, like, I don't know. I don't want to give any more away because I actually did enjoy it. And, um, you know, but it was pretty creepy and it like, it was supposed to be a spirit that was, you know, just like millennia old and um, mm-hmm. had been around for a long time, hopping from person to person, doing bad things. You know, that reminds me of is um, like psychological conditioning where they have like a trigger, like mm-hmm. some kind of like tune or jingle or something like that will like trigger your government training or whatever it is. So you don't even mm-hmm. know that you're a sleeper cell. And then yeah. all of a sudden you hear some like, old English nursery rhyme <laughs> and you flip out and fucking murder everybody in the room. And like, they, they did shit like that. They like we're talking like about that. like, uh, yeah. fucking MK ultra type. Yep. Training I mean, and stuff like that. Stranger things. Season one was not very fictional. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean no. like maybe they, not the they, shadow they, monster, but like the, the experimentation. Yeah. Well, that they yeah. fed the, the people LSD of, just to see what would happen. Like, way too much LSD just to see what would happen. Yeah. That and the idea of, like, a sh- uh, mirror dimension that's overlapping mm-hmm. with ours. I don't think mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. too far off either. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Yep. I agree. There's something there. Fucking freaky, man. 
All right. Okay. Let's. Um. So maybe you know maybe next year if you guys can't handle the hundred days of uh, horror movies, like maybe we should have a hundred days of really happy fucking movies. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> last year me and my wife did like I forget how many it was, but we did a Christmas movie challenge essentially, and so I have a Christmas oh. movie section in my um my Plex server with like all of the Christmas movies that aren't terrible. So Cam went through and made sure all of the movies this year were like really excellent movies, which means mm-hmm. that there's psychological elements to most of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I was making the list, I would put a bunch of 60s ass B movies on there. So there's be like um, William Shatner and King of the Tarantulas, you know, mm-hmm. so that's not really good. Like you're not going to walk away from that. It was totally a classic. Um, there was one called The Bees where like basically bees take over the world. Um, because mankind is ruining it was a whole like um environmentalist thing that almost sounds like m night Shyamalan's the happening a little bit a little bit um they break into the un during like a a meeting of world leaders the bees bees do yeah you should totally would jesus you should see the bees because just despite it being a terrible movie it's like so good that it's it's so bad that it's good Oh man! Um, I think yeah. they need the bees now. Like, I wish they'd break into the UN now. So, I will say, in this in this challenge, some of the ones that I hadn't seen that I put on there that are like hard to watch. We haven't gotten to Antichrist yet. But, I'm gonna say, um, I'm saying, I'm just warning mm-hmm. you ahead of time. Antichrist is really hard to watch. It's not for yeah. everybody. Mm-mm. There's a you 2008 movie called Martyrs. That I watched, which that was, French movie, uh, yeah, French movie, chills. It's incredibly hard to watch. Also, Maniac was interesting because it's Elijah Wood and he's a serial killer, but it's, all, it's all shot from his point of view. Hmm. So, like when okay. he kills someone, you're seeing his hands do it as if they're yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty, pretty interesting. So Frodo did. Frodo did not throw the ring away. He kept the ring. And then in 2008 is a serial killer. Yep. Because of the ring. And not Middle Earth. And not Middle Earth. 2012. And and he wasn't a hobbit. You know, there's a couple couple other differences, I guess. The ring gave him a naturally long life and legs. (laughs) (laughs) He survived through the era. Right, right. You know, beyond the age of men. Or no, no, no. <laughs> it was the age of the elves that was ending because then they sailed into the west. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't love Lord Some of the Rings shit. more. Well, maybe I could if in the movie. But there was one actor that was not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh. But but I hate job, fucking Sean Aston. <laughs> but it could be improved. <laughs> Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. He did a really good job with the role. And I'm happy with it. Um, Um, Like one of my favorite scenes is um, actually there's some Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's time to watch it. So my fiance, now that I get to call him that, he's never seen a single Lord of the Rings movie. And it's totally (gasps) like absolutely not his genre whatsoever. But and you're going to marry this man. Well, hello. We've got projects. 
<laughs> we've got projects, and uh, now I was going to say, okay. now, that we've, now that we've got eternity on our side, I mean, I can't wait to hit him with a Harry Potter <laughs> marathon, and then the Lord of the Rings marathon. Um, again, neither her. neither are his thing at all, and I'm like the nerd here that loves that stuff. But um, anyway, Samwise Gamgee when he's um, you know, talking to Frodo and the city's kind of being overrun by the Nazgul and he's talking about the smell of strawberries in the Shire in the summertime. Mm. And you know, it's yeah. worth fighting for, right? It's like, that's one yeah. of the best movie lo- like monologues out there. And um, it does, uh, I do think of kind of like that we are in certain similar feeling times, like that there is this dark Lord um, his name's not Sauron. Ouchie. But, but. Ouchie. Excuse me. And I'm sorry. Go ahead. We can't flatter him, like, and consider... I'd say he's definitely a pawn, but he is not a... Not a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that sounded like a bad cough. It sounded like you've eaten a bowl of cigarettes. A bowl <laughs> and a bowl of cigarettes. <laughs> um, yeah, actually... Red flag for anybody out there, like, be a little bit more cautious about the RSV going around because um, Dr. Lindsay seems to think, um, and she's been right about, you know, everything thus RSV. far. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a virus. Like, it's a respiratory virus um, that's mm-hmm, going on mm-hmm. right now. And um, it's, like, running rampant in, in schools and daycares and things like that. And um, so apparently they started experimenting with... Um, mRNA jabs of that last summer and so you know we kind of you know are living through what sort of I think is the result of a really bad product brought to market that um god these people can, are evil can, can, I, can I give this man the, the link <laughs> Binkley yes come yes, on give Binkley the link rat, 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 <laughs> okay, rat. I'll, I'll, I'll see if we can make this happen Give him the link. Get him in here. There was there was somebody not that long ago. Um, I won't tell you who because I don't want to make it sound bad. But they had they wanted to talk to Monica on their show, and I was like, oh, and they came to me, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I could um, I I, I could get in touch with her for you, and then she she was like, hey, if you want to, you can give give them my my cell phone number, and I was like. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Just because you don't you don't actually want that to happen. So I I've given them these other things. Feel yeah. them out for a minute first. Just just do that first for me. Here's a tryout. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I would definitely write that on a men's room wall somewhere. I would find a men's room wall to want to write. You would do that to Monica? What's wrong with you? No, she not Monica. No, some random stranger. You do that to Monica. I'm coming to Georgia. No, I love I'm Monica. Kidding. I know, I know. She's great. Um, um. So let me ask. Have you watched, I mean, you said you watched the one with Ryan and Cody. I Have listen. you watched? I don't watch because, oh, you know. Watching is better. I don't have but... time to watch. <laughs> yeah. No, listening's fine. Um, I can but, listen. um I always say watch because I'm making you know Star Trek videos. Um but you've have, have either of you listened to them lately? I mean, besides I mean she said she listened to the last one. Have you listened to any of them, Jesse? To the live streams or 
Yeah, to our just to our last yeah. couple of episodes. Just in general. Yeah. So I just want to know what do you uh, think of what we're doing now and how we're doing it because I'm very excited, but well, I'm it's fun because you're. Outside. We can tell you're having fun. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Cam, what does it do? Oh God, Brad, <laughs> you missed the story. Describe in detail. <laughs> <laughs> he must have rewound without, without images though no images oh um, is he watching from the beginning he gets to see me get progressively drunker as we move through the episode <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear oh dear did you make I did any send him for dinner? he should join even though I think he d- won't hear us speaking about him joining if he's catching up on like an hour 40 ago We've been on for a while. Yeah. We have been. Well, I'm awake because so, I'm drinking wine. Uh, he says he's not in front of his camera. Ugh. It's all, it's fine. What an excuse, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> That's okay, right. Binkley. We love you That's anyway. That's all right, Binkley. Actually, we've got the prop report listed um, for Austin, I think, like two weeks. And that's honestly been the longest longest without them because it's some like we we barely have we rarely have recurring guests on our show but um you know monica's been on our show a number of times and then we've had her and brad on our show a number of times and brad was on with us for um uh women's history month which we just made it to mansplain march Um, yeah i think we're gonna need to do that again yeah that was so much fun we had a really good time mansplain march um I love it. It's been been a long time since we talked to them. And honestly, like I had to take a break from listening to their super excellent show that I do recommend anybody that does need to, or feel the need to listen to, you know, what the hell is going on in the world on a daily basis. Their um, drive time news blast. And Cam, were you just co-hosting or like guest co-hosting last week? week? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you'll get Cam. Um, Every now and then you'll hear me when, analyze when one news of them on the fly. Needs, when one of them <laughs> needs a vacation, Cam's been there to uh, step in. Um, but yeah, it's been a long time since we've had them on. But anyway. So, so we have most of December planned. Um, mm-hmm. But I've got to start <clears throat> thinking about January. What oh, are some... I totally what? booked somebody while we were talking. Who? <laughs> um, Amy Lane. Okay. The mud flood chick. Oh yeah, yeah. She messaged me while on um, Discord while we were talking, and so I booked I booked her for the fifth. I hope that's cool. Yeah, just you know, send me. I'll I'll send you the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I got one. (laughs) Cool. But let. What other things are interesting, particularly in the spiritual side of things? Because I'm really digging finding people that where we can kind of dig deeper into subjects. Well, so isn't January supposed to be like, I don't know, like, you know, when things were supposed to have happened biblically better than I do. Um, Oh, God, Brad is like watching from (laughs) an hour ago and he's just. (laughs) He's at the lesbian art teacher part. Uh, For the audience, he said that the scientific term for a male lesbian is ladyboy. Navy boy. It's science. It's science. That is um, science. I don't know. So like what what's going on in January? Let's think about it. So 
I guess in some ways it's like the darkest. I just remembered my my favorite quote from you ever. I just thought oh, about God. it. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, that's January. Well, you know, I would appreciate an in-depth uh, talk on that. Um, the assassination of one of uh, America's most, you know. Sacred cow, like biggest sacred cows, like and the government killed him, and um, we don't talk about that. I'll, anyway. I'll remind you of that audio clip at some point, Jessica, because it was such a clumsily worded thing that it was the most hilarious thing I've oh, ever heard. Oh, is that where she said we celebrate the assassination yeah. of Martin Luther King? <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally not what I meant. I just meant that I think we should all like everybody knows when Martin Luther King was quote unquote born, I guess, if we even actually celebrated on the actual date of, you know, but it's like, I think the bigger picture and bigger story about MLK was how did like all, why did his dream end? You know, like who killed him? Probably the, shut him up. Probably the, the bullet. The bullet probably did it. Well, definitely the bullet did it. Where did the bullet come from, Jessica? Well, guns don't kill people. Bullets kill people. Bullets kill people. Technically, that's true. Yeah. I also wrote down Children of God. Yes. Can do an ep- Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's episode on that. Yeah. I wrote it down. It's so fascinating. I, I, mm. like, I like the weird cult stuff. Like, I'd, I'd love to walk through Heaven's Gate at some point as well. They made um, a Netflix documentary about it, which I'm gonna watch. Bo and Peep. I appreciate like um like especially if you guys are looking into like some stuff from the past, perhaps. Um I would just suggest even kind of like looking through like this hidden history and seeing what there like grabs your attention and like sort of fits like themes you're talking about and just like worth a worth a look at. Stay f- this just in from Brad Stacey Beakley from Abrams Propaganda Report. Stacy Abram killed an MLK. Yeah. I mean, like Brad's caught up. Did he just like fast forward to all of a sudden get here? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that bitch is awful. If she's she probably had been around for millennia. Like she's probably like um, that demon from Fallen. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd like to know if he heard the part about how the Bureau of Land Management is actually a terrorist organization for real, real, though. Finkley, did you hear about the Mustangs? Because <laughs> I think, Binkley, I feel like I'm in. this episode's Bink- going to be a mess. <laughs> because I, I feel like Binkley would join me on, he would join me on my elite team of um, terrorist fighters, yeah, terrorist fighting. Musket Mustang Liberators that Mustang. Binkley would join me on the team. The Mustang. So let me know. <laughs> let me know, M-L, Brad. Uh oh. What do we need? ML Mustang Liberator Kill Squad. We're, we're gonna rent a pickup. And happy and go down MLK there. Day. <laughs> on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday that we celebrate the day he died. Uh, we're gonna go. <laughs> liberate the mustangs in montana we're gonna rent a pickup truck and go do that <laughs> is that where they so, are they're in montana let me let me know brad if you want to go do that brad are you busy <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make for a cross-country road trip tell monica i'm sure she'll be okay tell monica we're gonna make plans tell monica you're gonna need a you're gonna need a cover 
<laughs> I'm put it on my Google calendar. No one's ever going to know what we're up to. Yeah, Google. <laughs> so safe. Actually, I don't know if you heard. So. This is a message for Binkley. I don't know if you heard this, but at some point, my wife and I are going to trake it. Trake take a trip up to Georgia and you, me and Jessica need to hit up relapse together. <laughs> the name alone sounds awful. It's where we used to hang out when we were youngins. Um, yeah. It's like bad things. It's like returning to the worst shit. It was not in the best neighborhood. I'll give you that. No, It doesn't sound like a good time. Are we sure it survived COVID? I think it, it seems like it's still open. Brad would know if it was still Brad open or not. Brad, we're going to need some insight here on the ground intel. <laughs> I'm not coming. It's for them. It's really just for them. I'm not coming. I'm sorry. She's coming. She's coming to liberate the Mustangs. She's coming with us. I'll, bu- I'll book myself for the Mustang liberation movement, but yeah, MLM. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not multi-level marketing. No, not it is not. Marketing. See, we're gonna get a lot of people. Essential oils. Yes, I do have. I do do yeah. essential oils. That's how we're gonna keep the horses calm. Lavender, <laughs> lavender, and CBD. <laughs> Apparently, horses do have like similar cannabinoid receptors that we do. So it's like nice. Dogs, cats, horses, monkeys. Us. Have you? Yeah, have y'all seen that thing where they maybe, but we don't have, have y'all seen that thing? Monkeys, so they gave spiders a bunch of drugs to see oh, what God. kind of webs they would make. And oh, Lord. well, so the weirdest one what was we caffeine. Have? Caffeine fucks up spiders, y'all. Aw, yeah. <laughs> um, can we, uh, can, so you made me look at what's his name's dead demon eyes. Like, can I get a <laughs> drug yeah, spider? Let me, let me, Look up some yeah, spite cat me, like fucked up spider, right. yeah, drugged up spider webs or drugged caffeine. Up spider. So they gave him THC, and I don't think it affected him. They gave him booze. I don't think it did anything to him. But the caffeine, oh, wow, really fucked him up. Normal, no chemical, marijuana, nothing. Benzedrine, caffeine. Uh, this is, this is super interesting. Let me let me pull up a picture of this. I think you need a. I think you need a spider expert. Let me just pull this up real quick. I think you need a bug guy on. Ah! Oh my god. Oh, wait, I didn't. That is, that is amazing. Ah! My, I screamed and my cat just jumped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, what's, you... what's all over his hands? <laughs> the blood of the kulaks is what it is. I didn't yeah. look at the spiders. I just, I just saw it. You're opening. awful. You're no, but awful. It, it says coffee fucks a spider up. <laughs> yeah, I just found it. Oh, it's an old NASA spiderweb study. They really are just. I, I I'm think so I'm glad that our tax dollars are going towards that. That's, I think sure I really, really might have to just be anti-animal experimentation at this point. Like, I can't trust those people to do something that's like. So I'm going to send you this website that I use. Was that Spider in Blackface? He was. Yeah. He he was in Blackface. There's 100 true. Um, hey Heather. Hey Heather. Hi. We love Heather. I watched I watched Heather figure Heather, out today hi. where Cato Institute gets its name from. Oh God. And that was wonderful. She yeah, because she said, I'm watching the series Rome 
And um, there's a character on here, Cato, and he's talking some Ron Paul anti-war stuff. I was like, yeah, that's Cato. That's the Cato. And in the very next comment, she was like, oh, that's where Cato Institute gets its name. And I'm like, yeah, straight up. Cato was awesome. Um, If you guys are ever interested in the history of Rome, um, especially talking to you, Heather, since it seems like you're going down that pathway, Mike Duncan does a fantastic podcast that deep dives the history of Rome. It's great. Listen to it. It's awesome. Can I make a suggestion that you guys have, you know, some Roman experts? On. I okay. love like I think like it's ex- especially relevant because um anybody who wants to talk about like similarities between now and the fall of Rome and what weird shit was going on then like I think we're living it. I wrote it directly under Children of God is the history <laughs> of Rome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you ever watched um The History of the World by Bill Wirtz? Mm. It's a YouTube know. video. And if you haven't watched it, it's my favorite recapping of all of the history that I've ever seen. Really? And it's good? It's well, it's it's different, but it's 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 funny. It's like also, if you, uh, let me see I'll if I can find the, the link. Spiders. I'll share the spider webs. Oh, do you want me to share the spider webs? You know, other people know. Apparently they did that shit to zebrafish too. And gave zebrafish, they gave them marijuana and LSD and ketamine. Um, Not at the same time, I would imagine. But they gave, so they gave um, zebrafish ketamine and it increased locomotion and circling behavior. Hmm. Which is not happy. Happy fish do not circle like that. Speaking of, how many people just don't kill their husband? They just don't. We have a guy who's coming yeah. on at the end of next month who was attacked by two great white sharks at the same time. What? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I'm going to need to watch that. Shark it's, fighter. Yeah, it's like the only time it's ever been caught on video, too. His name is Shannon Ainsley. That's crazy. And so that's at the end of next month, which I'm I'm just thrilled about. But right now, I'm, I'm my mind's uh, starting to move towards our um, regular... Um, kind of rebranding of mm-hmm. um not not rebranding but sort of uh updating we do the- different logos for seasons so we're moving into season three and we're gonna have <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> look at him i don't know what else we found but um i just liked that picture of the fish <laughs> <laughs> um look at so different yeah, animals I'm, getting fucked I'm, up i'm, I'm I'm thinking about rebranding and doing different stuff. And so it's like really exciting. And I don't know why I said that anymore. Cause I have had four fingers of bourbon in the last 20 minutes. Um, that's a lot. I don't know how much a finger is, but four I feel like four, Frodo. Not this much. <laughs> four, four is a lot. Four finger Frodo and Gollum chomps his little <laughs> digit off. Whoa. 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 Um, Let's go back to the animals getting fucked up on drugs. Because okay. that I could wrap my <laughs> mind around. You can't <laughs> handle four-finger Frodo? No. No, I cannot handle four-finger Frodo. <laughs> this is this says me running for the, the hills, guys. Um. Um. <laughs> Do we need to start something <laughs> <laughs> Well, I might answer that question. No, my 
goodness. What was I even thinking? How many about? beers did you have? I had well, I okay, so I was drinking since dinner. So this is I don't know how many. <laughs> Brad, I heard I come just on the heard stream. the sound of empty cans. Like so there's more than <laughs> one. Like I heard the sound of empty cans touching each other. Not gonna say how many. And you're like public. What, four foot eleven again, right? <laughs> Look at her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's four foot eleven. I'm sorry. Freaking IPAs. I'm sorry. I got drunk on your show. <laughs> Did y'all see my new my new tattoo? It's a nice one. Is that a bear? It's a bear. It's so aggressive. Yeah, I I told him, hey man, if you want to throw some blood in, on those teeth, do it. And he did. Scary. Scary. All right. Like well, it. we're doing on um, two hours, hours and I am. Do you have any other questions for us? I don't know. Uh, do we? Let's AMA. See. Ask me anything. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're in a vulnerable position and we shouldn't ask you anything. Do it anyway. Oh, do it anyway. This is a good opportunity. Um, I already told you about my plants. You know about my plants. Oh, your must the Mustang Liberation movement. Yes. <laughs> MLM. It just needs to happen. Let um, me know, Binkley. Well, so let's see if there's a less incriminating thing we can ask you about. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, what, what kind of dreams have you been having recently since you've been off pot for so long? Um, well, I had a scary sleep paralysis dream, which is Ooh. why I decided not to watch the... I've never had sleep paralysis before. But weirdly... Right before it happened, we talked on the show with somebody about it. And so when it, it happened to me, um, I don't Anna? Like Harley, Harley. Yeah, right. I'm definitely going to have to watch it's something just, uplifting after this. Right, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch BoJack Horseman after this, I think. Um, but so she had talked at length because she has it all the time. And um, she's so when it happened, she's narcoleptic. So when it happened to me, if I had not had that conversation with her, I would have been freaked the fuck out. Because I had this super scary dream about this, like, skull face demon sitting on my chest, getting all in my face and, like, holding me deep underground. Like, where no one would, like, so deep underground that no one would ever know where to find you. And he's, like, a scary skull face demon and he's, like, in my face and he's saying shit to me. And I woke up from it and it felt like someone had tucked the blankets too tightly around me or something. And so I was, like, wiggling. And like trying to get wiggling free. And when I got my arm free, I made the sign of the cross. And when I made the sign of the cross, it like dissipated into smoke all around me. This shit was crazy. Um, so I don't know if that was a demon or sleep paralysis or if demons are sleep paralysis or what. But that fucked me up. And so Cam was like, hey, you're going to do the horror movie challenge? And I said, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I lived Bob. No, sir. Yeah, not, no, not doing that. Um, but yeah. since then, my dreams have become really mundane. And I had um, one dream I was, like, frustrated with an ATM. I'm, like, trying to put the code in and it's not working. And I'm, like, eternally trying to put the ATM code in and it's not working and I'm getting frustrated. This is the most mundane-ass dream. But I went for 10 years without having dreams. Maybe wow. longer than that. So I never had dreams before. So when I started to have dreams, it was, like, a surreal trip. It was, like, a trippy experience. Um, they were used, they were scary. They were scary dreams at first, but now they're really just mundane and stupid and I'm like annoyed at them. 
But um, nice and boring. Yeah. So now I think um, I, I'm going to try watching a couple of horror movies because it is Halloween time. Um, someone told me that The Conjuring was really good. It's actually so, yeah. Scary. It yeah, was Sunday's really movie. Right. We're about to. I'm going to watch all three of them soon. Right, right. So I'm going to watch The Conjuring and a couple other titles. Um, I really like the movie Ravenous. It's a cannibal yeah, I movie. That. Ooh. That's a. I. I. A, it's actually. It's. It's that. sort. Sort of a mix between a vampire movie and a cannibal movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. The music in it little is awesome. A little bit of awesome. a zombie movie too. Little bit of a zombie movie, mm-hmm. and um, this it's the narrative is told with the music, and I think that that's really really interesting. I really love the way that they did that movie. Someone watch. I have that. another. Um, I have another show suggestion since you guys are into doing weird stuff now. Yeah. Um, the Donner Par- Donner Party. Yeah, okay. I have been trying to get um, in. Sounds weird to say get in with. I've been trying to get in contact with a girl who is now a pastor, but used to be a porn star. Hmm. Because I I find that because she's like out there speaking against pornography and Mm -hmm. sex work and stuff like that. Right. And I find that. that transition and that journey fascinating. And so it's like, but it's really hard. I I have not been able to get in touch with her yet. Mm. Um, But that if, if you know anyone who used to be a porn star and is now out of that world and not for it, I'd love to have that conversation. I do like this Donner party suggestion too, because um, I am fascinated by cannibalism. I would not eat people meat, but yeah, no I talk I talk about it every opportunity I can because I find it really fascinating when because um, species wise most animals don't eat their own. It's a really yeah. odd circumstances when don't an animal eats its own. Sometimes, so, it, like there's like what's the word um, where the when they eat their young, the young or eat yeah. mm-hmm. another yeah. person's young, not their own young stuff. Like I, I had a rat. I had a but pet that's, rat like, also, that did that. Like, some like population ecological phenomenon that happens and yeah. it's not necessarily yeah. the norm even in the world. I can't imagine the, a kind of animal that I hate more than rodents. They're okay sometimes. Like if, if you go back in time in my episodes, you'll find this short stretch of me talking about my battle against the mice in Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I straight up murdered a mouse in like a <laughs> in, in a horror movie fashion because it was like the only way I could get it. And then it turned out there were like probably 19 in the house. And so it didn't yeah, stop. Damn. Um, I've got a somewhat, like I know we're like going on and on and we've got to let Jesse go. And then we've got to let Jessica go because she is drunk. But if anybody, <laughs> if it, since like, you know, we're talking to your crowd a little bit too right now. I can hang baby. Um, I can hang. If, <laughs> if anyone likes like scary books, um, the Bone Collector was a fantastic. Uh, and I saw that movie; it was disturbingly good. creepy. Yeah, good movie, but like the book kills it, literally. You want to read a good book that has some of the like some situations I would get rid of, but it's just engrossing. Is actually it by Stephen King. I've never read any. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. I I haven't gotten through the stand because it seems like it's like a just a never. If you're book. going to ring, if you're going to read a Stephen King book, these are my two recommendations. One number one is eleven twenty two sixty three. 
It's a fantastic book. And I don't know how the show went. I never watched all the way through. I need to download it so I can. Um, and then it, because there are some elements in it that are, it's so, we are so lucky they didn't put them in the movie. Yes, I, I know what you're talking about. But the book overall is this weird ethereal, this kind of ethereal plane of um, monsters and Clowns. demonic forces. That's fascinating to read. There's a, like not to spoil too much, but there He's is the the world um, turtle. Yeah. That the, the oh. world is on. Yeah. Yeah, and like there's there's all and this, this this character it is a <laughs> it's like a metaphysical demon and not just a clown. Like there's it's fascinating book, but if you're gonna read a Stephen King book, read eleven twenty two sixty three. I could. I, that one was fantastic. I would have to say that Salem's Lot is actually a really good book too. That book scared the shit out of me. Just yeah, super but about eleven twenty two sixty three isn't scary though. It's oh, okay. a time travel book, mm. and it's it's well Neat. worth to read. Okay. And w- one final note, which is totally unrelated to what we're saying. The Donner Party, the, that story seems like the main thrust of that tale is about the fact that there were people who ate people. And that is a, a, a factor to that story. But when you read the history of that, it, there's actually a great deal of heroism um, that happened in terms of how those people managed to survive that situation. And um, I can't remember his name, but there was a husband who uh, went through hell to save his wife and children. And they wow. did not eat people. Not everybody ate people. Um, so it is a little unfair that they get painted by the like the one really ghoulish guy who did eat a lot of people. Sorry, um, yeah. So, yeah. So there's one guy who like ruined the whole thing for everybody. But the Donner Party story is a story of human triumph, suffering, and survival, and it deserves a, a deeper look than just sort of like a cannibal story. Just wanted to throw that out there. We here's a qu- here's a question it, we can round robin, but okay. I want to start with Jessica. If you could eat. Any celebrity, who would you eat? Well, I would obviously have to eat Sean Astin, but not only because not only because Cam hates him, but look how fat and piggy he is. Like he would be so delicious. Do you want, do you want that much fat? Ribeye, like marbled. <laughs> waggy, you, know what I'm you waggy, you Sean Astin. Wait, wait, oh beef. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You don't want lean. You don't want lean. It's going to be gamey. That's true. That's true. I guess. So yeah. you don't want a Hemsworth. But like. I don't know. Maybe I, a Chris Pratt midway I through for his different reasons. I don't want to consume Chris Pratt. I don't like this train of thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I celebrities would, eating would taste pretty bad because they're going to be filled with drugs and alcohol. And, and demons. They're uh, all and demons. Yeah. And we all know if you eat the flesh of a man with a demon in him, you get the demon that is that is um, Wendigo. Yeah, so no thanks. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that settles that. <laughs> Not eating anybody from Hollywood. Fast. So, Maddie and Jesse, what's your favorite thing about me? No. What's your favorite thing? About <laughs> yeah. Us? Exactly. Yeah. Get him. You get his ass. <laughs> I will answer. I will answer on the condition that you answer to. 
that you get to like that you agree to come hang out with us on our hundredth episode and you know just have fun with us and get yeah. drunk with us and and that you're how many how many fingers of bourbon have you drank so far? Is that a that'll finger? Be, that'll be two more. You're uh, shaking. That a, that's two. Or is that a stir? Is that a shake or a stir? Well, I mean, like, see, see how it's just right, <laughs> right at my second finger. Yeah. Yeah. It's two, fingers. two fingers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. So yeah, what's your favorite, favorite thing, thing about, about Maddie? Is the amount of joy that you're able to imbue into the different levels of um, intelligence that you bring to the episodes. So you have a certain bit of expertise and passion and you're able to bring a bubbly joy to it. And I appreciate that deeply. Um, Thank you. Let Thank me you so smart. <laughs> yeah, you are smart. And it's also fun when you get pissed off because you have a dirtier mouth than I do. <laughs> Again, like I told you, like I was raised by wolves basically <laughs> <laughs> and i will always have an undying love of jesse's love for indian women like there's <laughs> this, this will never die like we'll never get this you this will never go away <laughs> <laughs> no what i what i like about jesse is the fact that she not only has real world experience as a nurse but also the pressures that come from being a nurse and she reacts to those things into those realities into those pressures with a fuck you and not everyone has that mm -hmm. uh guttural fortitude to go through with that and so there's a certain level of courage that i deeply appreciate when i hear her talking about these things yeah thank you is that good is that good good ass compliments yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right um well on that note everybody's still here with us brad binkley where are you um everybody's still here with us um thank you for joining us for our 100th episode of the voluntary vixens i hope you grabbed a drink um because we grabbed a few um especially jessica there little, <laughs> little tiny hands jessica there can's bigger than your hand um so. I mean, yeah here let me let me hold a, a regular size can in my hand and you hold one in yours <laughs> that's a good comparison everybody watching this is uh brad asked nice that i was cool. drinking and it's high a lie high lie and i am I drinking redemption bourbon and I am drinking, it's nothing super special, but since we're pulling it out, it's a local Maryland wine here, but it's a nice, look at that. I didn't even mean to pull out all my foxy shit. Tonight, my next tattoo is most likely going to be a fox. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Because my yeah. wife and I are the bear and the fox. Oh, okay. She's a fox. Oh, that's adorable, you guys. Nice so she'll, that'll probably be right up here. And then my, my next, either the next one or depends on where I go. But right here, I'm probably going to get the classic heart mom tattoo. Ah. Uh, because what's cooler than that? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Back to basics. <sighs> so again, um, 
Wow. Well, thank you guys for imbibing with us and um, joining us and getting us to turn up on a Monday. Yeah. No, y'all did that for me, and I appreciate it because I have class tomorrow, and that was nice. No and happy 100th episode to you. Yay. 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 Yeah. We're coming up on yeah. one. Was it, is the next one 115? I don't keep track. Jessica just lives her life and she just like shows yeah, up and she's just there I do what I want. I skip school <laughs> and I kill people. I, <laughs> liberates Mustangs, you know. You eat people, you don't kill people. She, well, them. they don't live like, BLM. Yeah. Look. It's very so, rare to eat a human that lives through the experience. I'm just gonna Throw that up there. Okay, I think I've read The Walking too, Dead. I know it can too happen. much of the eating human thing. We're gonna. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, our 115th episode is this next Wednesday, and we're talking to Chris Date from Rethinking Hell, and I'm very mm. excited about this because the view of hell that he brings to the table is antithetical to the common view that people have in the Christian circles. Okay, because. Most people believe in the concept of eternal conscious torment, but he believes in what's called a conditional immortality or annihilationism. Mm. And this is well within orthodoxy, but that doesn't stop people from calling people who hold this view heretics. So it's going to be a very interesting episode, I think. And I'm excited about it because I've been essentially this kind of heretic for a minute and I'm excited to go deep into it. So I, 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 I'm just spooky season's almost over and we're ending with hell. What better way? Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, um, listeners definitely go catch up on some mad ones. And, uh, that seems like an excellent, an excellent one to catch. Um, cause you're right. It is spooky season. And, mm -hmm. um, we watched a scary movie yesterday, but it wasn't that great. But anyway, um, yeah. Winchester on Netflix, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. It was a good like background to like just have there doing stuff and isn't gonna scare the crap out of you, but also weird pop weird stuff did pop out. Anyway, um enjoy your spooky season. Um thanks to everybody for stopping by. We are the voluntary vixens, they are the mad ones. Cam has a finger pointed. What do you got? I was just going to say if you wanna find us, mm -hmm. you can follow me on Twitter at Cam Harless. My some of my tweets are spicy. Some of yes, them are, are not uh but at cam harless for that jessica is at soup canarchist if yep. you'd like to watch yeah, our we soap, didn't even get to talk about soup so you know. <laughs> it's, it's soup it's, season it's soup season bitches <laughs> it's, it's soup season bitches soup, soup, <laughs> <laughs> um, soup canarchist and then if you want to watch our show uh, unfortunately the best way is still youtube because we can bring up comments we can talk to you directly youtube.com slash the mad ones um we're on every podcatcher um if you want to catch our entire back catalog patreon.com slash the mad ones i just wanted to share that if you want yeah. to find us we're also oh i am starting a bible study so we're going to be reading through the book of john very soon i just started a group chat on twitter to kind of get the details worked out on that okay. if you want to jo join us on a walk through john in the the most personal gospel, in my opinion, and the most, um, it's a starter-friendly gospel, the gospel of John. If you want to join us, hit me up on Twitter, and we will start reading through that and talking about it regularly very, very soon. 
<laughs> Jessica's killing me. Right now. I'm sorry. She's a f- she's funny like man. <laughs> I am funny like a man. It's the best compliment I ever got. A guy Aww. told me. Yeah, like a real ass New York comedian told me. He said, I like Jessica. She's funny like a man. Oh, man. <laughs> I told and, um, Cam. He said he wished he was funny like a man, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that misogynist <laughs> comment. <laughs> okay, okay. It may be misogynist, but I'm isn't kidding. it true? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, we had a whole episode. Of, <laughs> we had a whole episode of Mansplain yeah. Mars with Robbie the Fire about how. Yeah, listen like, to that one. Yeah, go check that one out. <laughs> so yeah, if uh, again you're listening from the Mad One side of things and you don't hate Jesse and I, like, because we're dumb girls, you can go find us at thevoluntaryvixens.com, and all our stuff's now on Odyssey because fuck you, YouTube. Um, they're definitely ready to censor us, bitches, because mm-hmm. we've been a uh, you know. Just delving out the misinformation left and right. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can find us, and we're most active on Instagram. Um, we're on Twitter, and you know, we'll we're ready to chat and hang with whomever, especially if uh, you are a slightly sane person. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm a little. I'm a little slizzard as well. Slizzard, um, all right. Well, then yeah. I will intro or outro us and like how I normally do. Um, thank you guys again for stopping by. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. Um, you know, we'll catch you next time. Thank but in you. the meantime, please keep it sane, keep it peaceful, Jessica, and keep it voluntary.